Hello and welcome to the Minimalist Tech Podcast. Today we're going to talk about a little concept called confirmation bias. At least that's what I'm going to call it. I haven't looked this up in the dictionary, but I'm going to use this and I'll explain it and someone might be thinking to themselves, this is not what that's called, it's called something else. And you can let me know all about that uh, by commenting on my podcast on Apple Podcast or on Spotify, where I leave a question that you can answer. So, through the process of minimalism and just essentialism, thinking about things, uh, evaluating what things are necessary and not, and constantly letting go of things, uh, it also challenges your ego and identity. And what is one of the things that made me quite aware of is this concept where so much of particularly like entertainment uh, news but also like if you watch YouTube and there's a lot of like um, I don't know what you call them commentary channels which comment on various subjects or they'll take a video clip or clips and then make a commentary about that content um, or there's just sort of a general discussion about you know things um, human related things and what has happened or what I think we're like is very very common is this idea of the, so I've, tr- I've heard this term recently. I've heard it before, but I didn't quite make the connection, I guess, in terms of what I felt like it meant. And so the term is, is called grifter. Uh, and what it essentially means, from my understanding, is people who are willing to make content uh, that basically confirms whatever bias that you currently have uh, even though the person making the content may not believe in that content right they're just seeing that enough people feel a certain way or view things a certain way and they're going to make content to essentially uh, prop up or inflate uh, or keep whole the egos of the people watching that particular content. So, for example, we could use like left or right in terms of like politics, or you could use like man and woman, like anywhere where there's um, like an ability to create some sort of divide, at least like, you know. Um, the idea of something like in and, and it generally the idea of like a, some sort of division um, or the concept of some sort of division and it usually is 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 something like this like people however they have structured their identity generally will have especially as like very ego driven will um, and this is where like with minimalism, you can kind of, I don't know, you step, step back from some of the identity a little bit, try to peel back the layers of identity. But 
most people are, are kind of forming their identity around certain ideas or certain, which can be heavily influenced by certain events that people have gone through and how they they've perceived those events, regardless of their, um, regardless of their, in their own influence on those events. Um, it's sort of something human that we do, where it's like, if you see a bear in the woods once, one time, you might be scared to go into the woods because you're, you know, you're trying to keep yourself safe or something like that. Um, so it's, it's, it is sort of a human survival thing. Um, I'm not like judging it. It's just, uh, so for example, it's, it's, it generally works like this from what I can tell. It's like people f generally feel like they have been hurt by someone that's in a category that is the opposite of what they identify as, right? So if they're a man, they might feel like women have you know harmed them in some way. Or if they're a woman, they might feel the opposite. Or I'm just using examples, general examples. There's plenty we can use, right? Like whatever group you can identify as, which there are many, you can find sort of an opposing group. So even if we use, use like, again, politics, it's like, if if you identify with being on the right, then you can l view like the left as the sort of aggressor that is harming you in some way or her society or whatever. And the same thing if you're on the left, you can view people on the right as uh, you know the enemy and that they're harming people and that sort of thing. And so it sort of helps, I think, um, to to sort of like as people are creating this type of content that are catering toward the towards these very sort of specific identities in people um, very like sort of ego attached identities they it's it's like more it seems like for them it's more useful the more extreme the cases that they show about whatever the other side is doing is perceived to be the cause of harm. So it's not, they're not gonna show like, you know, someone from the other side acting normal and just being a normal person. They're gonna show like the worst side or a worst case example of someone in the opposing group because it, it like touches the viewer's ego in a way where it like connects with that sense of like either there's a sense of hurt there or there's just a sense of like I I it, it like strengthens the viewer's own self of egoic identity right and so this is going on for like a long time I mean before a lot of internet based content like there's plenty of like TV content that would do this. I want to say necessarily plenty, but there was some. Um, and there was some, and it's the way that you kind of identify it is like, if the person creating the content is extremely confident about their position, and 
it it stays like extremely consistent based on the you know that position and it sort of moves you again and more it's like it creates like they move the conversation to as much opposition as possible like a much opposingness as possible right so it's like let me identify something in the viewer that's they identify egoically and let me push that identity far to one side as possible while pumping up the ego of that identity and the way that part of the way you do it is by looking at the other group or you know creating what could be it potentially identifies as, as like the opposite and you also like pump up that as an idea and you pump it up as an idea of like to the extreme of like this is really 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 bad over here like whatever you are is good but whatever they're whatever on the other side that's bad so you know and and it's literally like <laughs> there's tons of content on like especially on youtube like that where in the way that it works is like because the platforms uh want to really just engage with you as a you know viewer whatever sort of content you end up either looking for or stumbling upon it it will or gravitating towards for whatever reason will uh it will serve up more of that kind of content so it just continuously reinforces that what i was talking about as cognitive bias right i guess uh whatever there's maybe that's not the right word but um it's like yeah so so <laughs> and then it's like the more people watch it the more justified in their identity that they become but also at the same time it's almost like they're constantly wounding the viewer with things that like offend them so that they also view people as, as more and more and more as like the opposition and one of the things that i think of is perhaps this anger and hurt that a lot of people are carrying in this sort of way where they're identifying heavily with one group or another um, may have something more to do with the fact that like if you look at it like a left brain right brain kind of simplified concept of like we have a, we have an, our emotions and our logic you know like this was like star trek stuff like uh, you know you have captain kirk the emotional person and then you have like spock the very logical person right and part of the idea of that show and those characters is that one without the other isn't great like you you're better served having both like some you know you need the logic uh, but you also need the emotion so if you're someone who is like viewing you're someone who's like very logical and you're viewing people who are reacting to things emotionally and who are not necessarily thinking through the logic so much of particular subjects then perhaps you could be served in building up more of your own emotional 
like connecting more with your emotional abilities, right? Your sort of empathetic emotional core. And maybe what's sort of happening with a lot of people is that they're actually, they're not really battling anything external. It's more of like an internal battle between their emotional side and their logical side, right? So they could perhaps benefit from bringing in more of that emotional side and you know, sort of find a way to balance that more with their logical side. And then vice versa, if you're, if you're much more emotional and you're not thinking of necessarily of like all of the details that go into an argument, but you just view a situation and you get very emotionally upset about whatever it is and you just feel emotion, like raw, you know, upset emotion about a, a particular subject and that makes you want to act out in a way or be or again be like upset with the other other side or this other viewpoint that you're being sort of um pushed towards disliking perhaps you could be also served by looking at and developing your logical side more and you know this potentially is like something that um could be you know served by people actually communicating more because you know people who maybe are more sort of emotionally mature uh, or more like in tune with their emotion um, could benefit talking with people who are more in tune with their logic and the more people are more in tune with their logic could benefit from people who are more in tune with their emotion essentially we need each other and we need to communicate and it is important, I think, or at least at some um, place interesting to think about the sort of profiteering that takes place from these folks uh, that are willing to create content, whether they, it's, it's almost like, I think you have to, I think it's reasonable to question whether or not the people serving you this content that's you know it's really sort of really reinforcing your egoic side on one of the and, and pushing you towards one side where you're viewing the other side more as more as like the other um, whether or not they even truly believe in that content or whether they're looking at it they figure out a way to profiteer off of you whether it's just simply by you, you like watching their content um, you know advertisements and whatever uh, or certainly like, you know, maybe that programs or books that they're selling and, you know, or the TV shows that they need to sell, you know, ad space for or whatever it is. And, uh, you know, they need to bump up their follower counts and all of this. And um, I find it interesting. I think I think there's a lot of there's a lot maybe more content that's like that than I realized. And the other thing that happens with it is even if the person creating the content was genuinely um, feeling like connected with that type of content, right? With the message that they're delivering and all that kind of stuff, as they develop sort of this following base of viewers and followers and things like that, who are all feeling very similar, right, or viewing the situation very similar, then 
it's there it becomes like that rewarding feedback loop where the content creators themselves start to believe even more in what the content that they're creating because they're getting the feedback from the viewer so again it creates like it reinforces on both sides reinforces the viewer and reinforces the content creator as well into this like cycle and what it what i don't see it doing is moving either either the viewer or the content creator more into um like a nuanced position or neutral neutral position or a position more of more and more understanding towards other people it seems to naturally like uh, in a lot of cases like push them farther and farther and farther on to like one side of a egoic identity and so to the point where it becomes like stronger and stronger and stronger uh, and then it, it just like sort of gets ingrained in the identity and the ego like so much of the person creating the content that they like they themselves are now like identified with it and the ideas as well as a lot of the viewers as well but i don't see like the well i think it's interesting to look at the content in a way like step back a little bit to see like what are the similarities for these different types of content creators and are they creating content that is you know that is doing this it's like sort of like because it's also helpful i think for a lot of a sort of viral content um to be more more um what's the word more sort of con uh, controversial to be more it's like it's it's almost like better to take a really hard stance on something right like i'm not in the you know middle of this argument there's no, no no nuance to this argument it's this way you know and like taking a really hard stance and then you kind of again you reinforce it with like examples of the worst case scenario of whatever the other is uh for your particular um you know identity and uh yeah that's a thing that's a thing so I think it's good to be aware that that may be a thing and that perhaps some of the folks that you might be following or watching and things like that, like, you know, it's sort of like maybe there is some, uh, you know, past trauma or hurt or things like that that you do need to kind of work through, but also to be aware of, um, I think it's important to be aware and it's, it's difficult because of the, how like so-called connected we are now um, to not identify so strongly um, with a particular position or a particular like group of people um, it's harder to do that sometimes you know particularly like depending on where you are like because it, it could also be like reinforced by family and social groups and things like that as well um, and I think a lot of this goes to like the psychology of like the lunch table in high school or middle school or whatever like where you don't want to be you want to sit at the you want to sit at the table with the cool kids you don't and when you do that like there's certain like you have to sort of adhere to the identity of the coolness and you don't want to step too far out of that identity of the coolness because then you get kicked off of that like table right or like you know the cool kid 
at the table, makes fun of one of the kids at the table, and then the rest of the kids, instead of like sticking up for the kid and being like, hey, that was kind of screwed up to say that, they'll generally kind of pile on to that kid in order to, to maintain their status as the cool kids table because they can walk out of the lunch table unified in their coolness um, as opposed to uh, you know having to face like their own identity and how they really feel about things and establishing um, that so quite interesting stuff quite interesting topics um, things I know nothing about like always um, this is just for entertainment only but I'm curious what you think about this uh, I leave a question on Spotify if you listen to the podcast that way where you can make a comment there or on uh, Apple podcast you can leave a review and comment there uh, or if you do find my YouTube channel which does exist somewhere feel free to leave a comment there as well I don't upload much there but um, but yeah yeah be aware of the these folks that are sort of profiteering off of that but also I think it, um, we all have an opportunity to grow and learn and evolve in, in a way and so I think it's always good to look at your self and your own situation your own feelings first before you sort of um, before you label like a large group of people um, that either think differently or feel differently or um, are different in some way, you know, physically or biologically or otherwise, um, before you label them as like so, such as the other, because um, that that can be like a I guess a comfortable place for a lot of people to be at, but I don't think it's the healthiest place. I think we benefit more from um, from each other, our own, you know, others' experiences, and, and trying to sort of improve our amount of empathy and understanding for folks and their, um, you know, and in order to do that, uh, what's helpful is if everyone is sort of working to uh, understand their selves better and um, the areas that they may need to improve. And it's a thing. It's a hard thing. It's a tough thing. It's one of life's uh, challenges and something that hopefully... Uh, you know, we just do our best at and we're not going to be perfect at it either. So, you know, hope you're doing well. Hope you're having a happy holiday season and thanks for listening.